Hey everyone, welcome to Magic on Main Street. I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha. And I'm Kenzie. Over the past few years, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member, Magic Key holders, and Disney Vacation Club members, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland and Walt Disney World history and trivia, and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. And don't forget the hidden Mickeys! Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disney journey with you. This This is Magic Magic on Main Street. Street. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that over the past few trips to Walt Disney World, Tabitha and I have become absolutely obsessed with a fun little cookie shop in Disney Springs. From their small batch coffee cake cookies to their peanut butter cold brew, Gideon's Bake Shop has us wrapped around their spooky little fingers. In October 2016, Gideon's opened up its first physical shop at the beautiful East End Market, Central Florida's original food hall, with one employee and an $800 budget. Within weeks of opening, that little 286-square-foot bakery was being called Best Cookies in Orlando, Florida, the United States, and the planet Earth from publications ranging from New York Times to the Boston Globe, Sports Illustrated, Delish.com, and countless more. They've been featured several times on Insider Magazine, People Magazine, and even made it all the way over to Food Network Brazil. We are so honored today to be joined by the creepy confectionery genius behind this mouthwatering masterpiece, the owner and sublime prince of Esoteric Order of Cookie, Steve Lewis. Steve, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You actually said uh, Esoteric Order of Cookie properly. I appreciate it. Oh, good. (laughs) I'm I'm glad I did. I read it four times before I uh, put the final stamp on it. So, yeah. So, so tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself. Are you a baker by trade? How'd you get into this? No, I'm a terrible baker. All right. (laughs) I hear people and anybody that's, that's, that's listening to me talk a lot. I always make the joke that because people ask a lot, what makes Gideon's so so different. And I, my answer is usually that I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So, but there's a, there's a, there's a secret benefit to that is that I, I tend to come at things from a different direction. So when I started, uh, uh, baking cookies, it was a hobby for myself. The Gideon's chocolate chip cookie was a 15 year journey for me. I bake when I'm sad. So over the course of 15 years of, of required stress relief, I tinkered with this chocolate chip cookie recipe. Wow. And, uh, and I never, never intended to open up a bakery. I, I, I was a you know musician for, for years and really enjoyed, uh, you know, writing music and being in the studio and the creativity yeah. that that afforded me. Um, but I have pretty bad hands, which isn't the best thing in the world for <laughs> guitar players, uh, piano right. players, or as it turns out, bakers. Sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, I moved to Orlando, uh, to to work on my second goal, my second childhood goal, which was to open up a comic book shop, and and I opened oh, wow. up this uh, really cool little little ahead of its time art gallery slash comic shop called Uberbot in in Winter Park, which is a super cool uh, part of uh, Central Florida, and it was great. I loved it. Uh, I I started giving cookies away to people uh, at the art shows that would show up. And uh, and they just kind of pressured me into this cookie life, and here I wow. am. Wow, that's, that's amazing. 
So the 15 year journey with the, with the Gideon's chocolate chip, how did that start? Like where, why, why did you start that? Uh, selfishly, I just wanted a good chocolate chip cookie. And I think Publix was the only place to get a, a cookie in, you know, around the area. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Central Florida was not known for, you know, amazing local cuisine, uh, you know, 20 years ago when I first moved yeah. uh, here. And I'm super uh, proud to say that, that Central Florida has just become an absolutely like landmark place in the United States to get food. Uh, and mm. you know, I, I, I try to travel around as much as I can. And I'm originally from New York, which obviously is a, a great place for, for local food. And sure, man, I, I'm, I'm just in awe of, of what's happened to this food scene over the last, especially 15 years and, uh, especially, uh, honored to be a part of it. Yeah. And so how did you end up at, um, at East end market? What, what was the allure to that spot? So, uh, Uberbot, uh, existed during the, the recession, uh, in the, the, uh, earlier two thousands and, uh, and unfortunately was gone too soon. I, I, that business, uh, went under, I lost everything, lost my house, lost every penny that I had. Wow. And, uh, I, uh, I was licking my wounds and was working, uh, for Apple. Uh, and, oh, wow. uh, and I started working on my, uh, my recipes, uh, trying to, to, to make a couple bucks, uh, you know, selling these cookies to people that I work with. Um, you know, I had kind of the little cottage business thing going out of my my uh, uh, kitchen in the little house that I was renting in College Park. And uh, I, honestly, a, a, a lot of my, my Apple family uh, really helped me to create those five core cookies that are the main part of uh, Gideon's uh, menu today. Uh, I, yeah. I, I call the cookies and cream cookie the Apple employee cookie because that's not one of my favorites it wouldn't have made the cut but it was the favorite in the apple store okay uh, so it's uh, you know it, it I, I blame them for for that, for that cookie. <laughs> Thanks, and, and apple. it's, it's kind of cool i actually get people from uh from apple stores all over the country that that will reach out to me and uh and tell me that they're proud of me uh, yeah, and, and you know, say hello at the shop. You know, I, I, the Apple Store. One single Apple Store is hundreds of people. Sure. Uh, so it yeah. seems like there's not a day that I'm out there that I don't run into somebody that I that I might have hired and trained when I worked at Apple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, they they it was a great. It is a great community. It was a, you know here in Central Florida, they're they're just a great group of people, and they really helped to push me in that direction. So yeah. uh, East End Market is is a. Uh, it was Orlando's original food hall, and the the bakery that was there uh, retired. And uh, and what East End decided to do was have a different uh, small uh, bakery business do a pop up for one month throughout the summer in this oh. space that was vacated. So it was really fortunate for me because I didn't, you know, like like you mentioned in your intro, I had eight hundred bucks to my name right. at the time. And uh, and I was presented with the opportunity to do a pop up in a in a furnished space uh, in a established market, um, and how could I say no to that? I almost right. did what a honestly, dream. <laughs> <laughs> I, because I, I I didn't know how to pull it off. I just didn't have the resources to do it. Yeah. And uh, you also mentioned I had one employee. That employee actually just kind of came with the space. It was the baker from the. 
the, the oh no way from the previous it was one of the employees from that that bakery and, and we that just, was Megan just came with the space Megan I love Megan okay. yeah she was a, a beast uh, <laughs> she was one of those people that I, to, still to this day it, it, it takes like ten bakers to to create one Megan yeah because just her and I in the course of that pop up you know made a, a ridiculous amount of 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 cookies and and. It was enough to not only stay on permanent, uh, which East End Market was kind enough to offer me a lease there pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, but it, it it allowed mm-hmm. me to profit enough in that pop up to actually build out the space and my in the in the image of Gideon's. So uh, that's so I, I spent cool. every penny I made in the pop up to build the space as it looks exactly how it looks today. Uh, and when I opened officially, looking like I do now, I had two hundred dollars left in the bank. <laughs> oh and it, was cra- it was crazy because uh, what would happen is if, when you only have $200, you can't buy enough ingredients to get right. you know in, into multiple days. And right. East End Market Space, the, the bakery there, is only 286 square feet. So we would sell all the cookies for the day. The, the, the market was open till 7. Mm-hmm. We usually would sell out by one or two, to be honest with you. But I would always stay until close and apologize to people for sellout and show them, uh, you know, where they can go online to learn about sellout news because we used to have to post every day what time we sold out. And then right. I would run to Costco uh, or Sam's at the at the end of the night. I remember at the time I had a Scion XB, which was this you know kind of beat up old little car. And I would take all the cash that I made on the first day and go and buy chocolate chips. Uh, flour, butter, everything I needed to make cookies. Uh, it, it was all so heavy that the car would hit the <laughs> the rims. Uh, it, w- it was rubbing the tire because it was yeah. just too much weight for that that poor car. Right, and uh, we would go and make cookies and and wash, rinse, repeat until finally, wow. after a couple of weeks, we were able to afford enough ingredients to to get into that you know, two or three days uh, yeah. ahead, but we could still not stock enough in that space to get us more than a, a couple of days ahead. So wow. I, I, uh, I, I, for the first couple of years, it was almost nonstop of working open to close, uh, going to Costco, loading up with, uh, with ingredients and just working nonstop. It, uh, I'm, That's I'm surprised I'm, I'm still, I'm still alive to, talk about, <laughs> to tell the tale. Right. That's amazing. I mean, what the, the, the amount of drive that it takes to do that, to work open to close and then restock and do it all over again. That's, that's, that's a lot of drive. Yeah. I don't know if drive is, is, is quite the word. Uh, stupidity is probably a little bit, you know, I, I have the gift of no life. So I, there you, <laughs> just, go. There you, go. you know, work, 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 work. And, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it was actually, a, it, I was aware at the time that, that I would look back and go, how in the hell did I do that? Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, I've had a, I've, I've had a few of those. I've had a lot of those moments actually. Now that I yeah. Think about it. I mean, something to be proud of though. I mean, to, to build, you're building this, this cookie empire. It's, cr- it's crazy to say out loud, but it's like, you're building this empire. I mean, I, I went from not knowing your name and to, hearing it every other day. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, and we're in California, you know, it's, yeah. it's crazy that people are talking about you guys so much. Yeah. Even, even before Disney, we would get people that would come into the Eastern market that lived locally 
and tell me, uh, yeah, my friend in California uh, asked me if I'd been to Gideon's. Yeah. Uh, so the, 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 the visuals of the cookie, for lack of a better word, kind of went viral. We were very mm-hmm. popular on social media. You know, yeah. we, we, we have a, a, a very uh, photogenic product. You have yeah. a very photogenic product. And but I'm it gonna also, get into- you know, it, I, I'd like to say it's not just a, a, a pretty face. You know, the, the, right. the actual uh, attention paid to what we do is far more in the flavor than the visuals. The visuals just Absolutely. have to be side effect of the required flavor. Absolutely. So it just all kind of accidentally clicked together. They complement each other very well, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So what there's there's this big question that you know and i was you know luckily able to find it but the big question is who the heck is gideon so why don't you tell everybody who gideon is that that's a that's a question that i don't get asked as often as as uh as i think i would on a uh, on the podcast circuit okay Uh, (laughs) i uh, uh uh gideon the name gideon comes from an old book that i found probably a little over 20 years ago now uh at a at an estate sale uh, I do love to collect uh, old old books, and I, mm-hmm. I uh, you know, before I, I opened a small business, I used to read a lot. I'm not, uh, not allowed <laughs> before such, you uh, open right. such luxuries these days, right? Um, but I was flipping through these books and uh, came across a cookbook with handwriting in it. When you collect old books, uh, finding handwriting that's legible is pretty rare. Yeah, uh, and it, there was just enough legible handwriting in that book to tell that it was a little kid that was writing in the ledgers because he wanted to be a baker when he grew up. Uh, and the so name cool. that was scribbled at the back of the book is Gideon, and the date the book was published was 1898. So, uh, I, and and I found this book years before I ever thought for a moment that I would open up a bakery. I, I, I'll be perfectly honest in telling you that I never thought that it it would be a sustainable business to just you know, have, right. You know, I, I, at the time a couple of cookie flavors and even, even open up at East End market, you know, what is five years ago now, the idea that I opened with just five cookie flavors, uh, and kept it going, uh, still boggles the mind. And I, I did right. intend on doing a lot more, uh, stuff, but the, the, but Gideon said, no, you, you're going to make these cookies. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is what you do. <laughs> yes. This is your life now. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I found that book and, and, uh, and when, when Uberbot, uh, uh, sadly went away and I was trying to figure out what to do, uh, uh, our art director, uh, at Gideon's is a gentleman by the name of Michael Reyes who had, uh, had a, his first art gallery show at Uberbot and, and we met there and have been really good friends ever since. Wait, who is it? uh, Michael Reyes. You're, you're, you're wearing a shirt with his art on it. Yeah. What's he has a, so he goes by another name, right? He goes by a couple of names. (laughs) (laughs) He's known by many names. Yeah. Uh, His, his original artist name and what a lot of people know him best for is, uh, is the terribly odd brand. Yes. Uh, I knew that was him. I knew it. Okay. And and people that have been out at Disney a lot have been to, uh, uh, some of his uh, art shows, a pop gallery. So, you know, he's done well for himself, uh, uh, without, uh, intervention from me. He's, he, uh, he's been great and doing great work. That's amazing. So, you know, Mike's, uh, you know, one of my closest friends and, and, uh, and he had reminded me of that book, uh, and thought what, you know, nobody 
cares about you, you know, open up sure. this kid's bakery. <laughs> and, uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> and it all started to come together. As it turns out, you know, what our, uh, what our belief of who Gideon might have been and who I was as a child are pretty much the same thing. You know, that creepy little ambitious kid. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, my, my loves when I were, was young were, you know, all the, the, the kind of dark and delicious things and, and, uh, you know, haunted mansion was a, obviously a big inspiration yeah. for, for me. And I loved, uh, artists like Edward Gorey and, you know, Maurice Sendak and, uh, it just, uh, it just found its way, uh, into reality. Like the idea of Gideon's, uh, formed, well before the first location, you know, in, in late 2016 opens. Yeah. So it was something that Mike and I talked about, uh, I dare say almost as a branding exercise, not really intending to make it a reality. Uh, but, uh, as it happens, uh, we had the opportunity. That's amazing. So when you, you were talking about how, uh, when you first started, you were loading up the, the XB with, with, ingredients because it is a, it's a small spot mm-hmm. do you have like a central bakery for the two locations or are you baking on site how does that work for years it all happened on site so okay. uh, uh, eventually i was smart enough to hire a, a night crew and when gideon's closed at at seven uh the the crew would come in and work till uh, wee hours of the morning uh, okay just standing around our little prep table in the middle of that 286 square foot space and filling the freezer back up. Uh, I freeze the cookies before I bake them. Uh, I use real vanilla bean in the cookies. Uh, so the, the vanilla bean needs time. So it's, it's best for us to be at least a day ahead. So the cookies have at least 24 hours to to chill. And, uh, and that was rough, you know, and we, we are still known to this day of, you know, selling out of every single thing possible, uh, even though it's not something that happens, uh, anymore. Uh, but I, I still get uh, DMs on Instagram. Are you guys sold out for the day? <laughs> you know, like three thirty. <laughs> you know, on a, on a Tuesday, and I'm like, no, we're cool, we're cool, we got this. Uh, so uh, uh, finally, after a, a few years, uh, finding a commissary space in Central Florida is not the easiest thing in the world. Um, I found a place in in Altamont that was uh, it was old and beat up, and you know there was a kitchen there prior, but we made it work and. And uh, it, it kind of got us into that next phase of building up the, the, the business and our, our logistics. Uh, mm. But it still wasn't enough and certainly wasn't enough to pull off what the next stage was of opening up the second location. Uh, but t- right. today we have an almost 4,000 square foot uh, production uh, kitchen in Winter Garden oh, wow. that, that, that uh, feeds the, the both locations. And within just a, a, a few weeks of opening up Gideon's at Disney Springs, we realized that that space was too small. Mm. And it's, this is something that, that I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around sometimes. But between the two locations, we're less than 1,600 square feet. But it takes wow. a, we're, we're there's almost 170 of us, about 160, 170 of us uh, that it takes to, to get through each day. Uh, and that's that's the, the, the blessing and curse of making everything truly handmade from scratch. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize how rare that is at bakeries. Sure. I, I, I'm always surprised when I'm out buying supplies and I, I see, you know, some of the biggest name bakeries around, uh, toting their 50 pound bags of Pillsbury chocolate cake mix. (laughs) 
You know? <laughs> and, uh, that's uh, that's not my scene. I stubbornly do everything right. from scratch, uh, even though you know where before we'd have to you know make five six hundred cookies to get us through the afternoon. Now we're in the well into the thousands. Uh, so instead wow. of investing in automation, uh, I invested in hands. Uh, yeah, and we uh, we just uh, you know we just get crazy, make cookies and cakes all day. Well, and what an amazing and thing! Night. Like right now, is you know with with everything that's going on in the world, like what an amazing thing to be able to bring jobs to so many people. Yeah, I was really happy to be pretty much the only game in town that was hiring during the pandemic. Yeah, we we, uh, we were building out. Uh, the Disney Springs location uh, in the thick of it, uh, which was a challenge in of itself. Uh, and, uh, and literally looking for 120, 130 people. Um, wow. It was, uh, it, um, oh, wow, doing so many interviews a day. Yeah. <laughs> and my interviews are legendary. I will interview you for 60 to 90 minutes if, if you want to come and work with me because I want to know who you are. Yeah. Uh, and I want you to understand me. So, uh, so I, I like to take that time because I'm aware that once they start working for me, the chances that I'm going to be able to sit down and have an in-depth conversation uh, like I would in an interview are, are minimal. Yeah. It's all kind of little touch bases after that, uh, which is regrettable because I'd love to be able to spend my day just sitting and getting to know my staff. Yeah. Uh, but when you have 170, 160 people, <laughs> right. that's yeah. tough. I'm still trying to know myself. <laughs> seriously, seriously. And I would imagine that your interviews are not, tell me about a time where you experienced blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's, it's none of that. It's, it's, I don't, I don't care about any of that. Because I don't either. When, I mean, when I say interview people, it's front of house people are really, you know, where, where you're going to sit down and talk to to me. Um, yeah, because your job is to get to know people. So I, I don't, I don't care how you would resolve a, a you know, some situation with a coworker, blah blah blah. Um, right. I I care whether you're interesting to talk to and whether you have passion about the things that you talk yeah. about. Yeah. So I, I one of my favorite questions to ask people is just, you know, you see somebody on the street wearing a t-shirt that gets you excited and you want to go over and talk to them about it. What's on that t-shirt? And I, that's I, I a great love question. The, the variety of, of answers. That's an, that ama- we get that's an amazing, but that's an amazing, I immediately we, started thinking like, what would the t-shirt be for myself? Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. Cause I, I actually saw somebody the other day at Disney Springs wearing a, a an Uzumaki t-shirt at Junji Ito. He's a, a, it's a, it's a Japanese horror comic. And I, I screamed out, Uzumaki, Junji Ito! <laughs> and they looked at me like I was the craziest person ever. And I, <laughs> I, I realized that they sell that shirt at Hot Topic now, and they just thought right, it was cool. Right, right. <laughs> uh, what was, a bummer. I was still excited. What a bummer. Yeah, I'm a That's super so dork, funny. so it's so easy for me. Like I, I see people with like Avatar The Last Airbender shirts, and I want to know what nation that they would be you know, right. a, a part of, which is a super personal question. Like I think you could learn a lot from people about just that, uh, you know, yeah. we talk a lot about, uh, you know, I, I own a comic shop. So if you're wearing a, a Marvel t-shirt, a DC t-shirt, I want to ask, I, I want to know if you know who the artist is that drew your shirt. Yeah. You know, I, I will yeah. get into some conversations. I, my, my staff has, has said that, that when I'm out at Disney Springs talking to people in the line, I cost the store a few thousand dollars a night because I slow, <laughs> slow that sucker down. <laughs> You know what though? I really I respect that with with interviewing your front of the house people because it shows 
because one of the comments that we had after going and visiting the first time is with such a short interaction, we felt like we were taken care of so well in like a two minute interaction. Yeah. You know, like we did the virtual queue, we got in, we were able to take all of our pictures of the inside. But when we finally got somebody to say, Hey, you're up next. I felt like we had been there all day and it was mm-hmm. like a, I don't know, five minute max conversation, but I felt like so well taken care of. Yeah. Like the five people that were like up at the front at that time, they were all taking part in the conversation yeah. because they heard us ask the person who was specifically helping us a question, but then they all wanted to come in and make sure that we got everybody's yeah. take on what that question was. It was, was. a conversation with friends instead of just like yeah. a, a cash transaction, you know? So one of the, the, the key things that I tell the staff is is your job is to treat people like they're family and friends. Be honest with mm-hmm. them like, like you would yeah. be with your mom if your mom came up and, and asked a question. Uh, I, I, we drill it into everybody's head, and it's not a tactic. Gideon's isn't a – it's weird to say that Gideon's is a business to me. It's a very personal right. extension of who I am. So you guys probably know that I, you know I run the social media. I answer all the emails. And I've done so since way before anybody cared about any of this at all. Right. Uh, and I have very in-depth conversations with people. And, and I'll show the staff, like, look how long I've been talking to this person that's never been to Gideon's Bakehouse. Right. And I want to, if I'm not here, I want to feel good knowing that when they show up, they're going to be in good hands with you and that you don't miss them. You can't miss right. these people because you guys are from California. You know, you, you might have followed us on social media for years and visiting Gideon's is a big part of your Central Florida experience, of your Disney experience. Right. That's a lot of responsibility to me in a multitude of ways. Uh, first and foremost is making you feel welcome and, and making mm-hmm. you feel like you are, you know, I know it sounds cheesy, but you you're, if you follow and, and enjoy what we do, you're a part of it. And, mm-hmm. and the, the gratitude is super real. But then the also we want to make sure that I I hate this phrase, maybe because I hear it every 15 seconds and I get tagged and hashtagged and it's nonstop, but that we live up to the hype. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not really sure I know what the hype is or what that means because I don't see that hype. You guys might understand it better than I do. But from yeah. my perspective, I'm not hyping much of anything. I barely post what we do at all. You know, I, I right. post a few times a month. I try to be really subtle about it, and I only like I'm not one of those Instagram feeds that that posts a picture of a cookie every single day with some right. funky saying. You know, not trying to be clever. Um, right. I post when there's information that I want you to have, and my hope yeah. with that is that you pay attention when I post because. I'm trying to tell you something, you know, that there's something right. really special coming out, that something really special might be gone. Uh, right. You know, I want people to pay attention. Uh, so I, I think that, that that relationship has just become extremely honest and authentic and intimate over the years. And I, 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 I try really hard to make sure that my staff, um, you know, projects that. And they do. I, I, and that's that's so awesome to hear. You know, we're we're all about. um you know, we're all about experience, like just from like not only just personally, but like my past business life, like she her what she what does now currently is a job. 
Oh, it's all marketing. I've, yeah. I've been in marketing for the past, you know, 15 years. She, she works in reputation management. So she's answering like Yelp reviews and Facebook comments and things like that. And so, Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, <laughs> That's great. yeah. Yeah, so like, I, I, it's never the happy ones. That no, are never. Anything. It's never the happy ones. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can honestly tell you that I do not look at those things. I know that that seems odd for a business owner, and that and that people usually have a team that does that and answers all of yeah. that. I don't. Um, I. But that's refreshing, know, actually. I mean, it's well, it's so refreshing. You know, I'm a big baby, so if you're if you're gonna <laughs> say something. Yeah, and the cookies are really personal. It's not a product that I developed yeah. to make money right. with. It's a, it's you know, there's a lot of literal tears in, in those in those cookies. That's that's the the origin of of the Gideon's chocolate chip cookie. They don't use so, salt, just straight up tears. Yeah, straight up. I've been harvesting <laughs> that stuff for years. You guys don't even know. So uh, so yeah, it's really personal, and and you know, a lot of those places can be can be rough. You know, oh, and, so and, toxic. I, Again, I, I talk to the staff a lot about that too, and, and my team knows that setting expectations is a big part of of what we have to do. Uh, you know, like a, an example that I give them a lot is is if somebody comes uh, in the line at, you know, and this is this is a real example. If somebody comes to the line at ten thirty at night and they've waited in the virtual queue for two hours and they're super excited to get that uh, limited edition cookie and they ask the question is the limited edition cookie still available when they return? And the answer is yes. The, the, the team says, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And then that, that, that particular gentleman waited in line for 15 minutes, got inside, took his pictures, really excited, got up to the front counter. I'd like two limited edition cookies. And he was told that they sold out. Mm-hmm. And he had to be escorted from the building. He was so upset. Oh. Uh, which, you know, it's, it's a hurtful way. We don't want that experience. So I ask my right. team, like, how could that have been avoided? And the easy question is, uh, yes, it is still in stock, but it's rare that we have this cookie this late at night. And, right. uh, you know, we, I don't know what the people ahead of you are going to buy. Uh, so you're in the danger zone, which is a phrase I use a lot when I'm talking to to guests is when yeah. I'm worried something's going to sell out, I let them know. And that sets an expectation that one, you know, hopefully keeps someone from having to be removed from the store for <laughs> right, being aggressive. Right. Uh, but two, keeps them from trolling me on social media, keeps them from writing a one-star yeah. Yelp review. Like it's just this snowball uh, yeah. that is so easy to avoid if you just – let people know what to expect. And I, you know, it's, it's hard. You guys know your marketing, you know, it. you know, you, you, you yeah. guys know better than I do that some, sometimes, especially out there, it's so busy that it's yeah. so hard to, with every single question, like I'll, I'll be surrounded by people just asking me how, you know, can I sign up for the virtual queue after it's been closed? And the easy thing to say is, I'm sorry, it's closed. Move on to the next person. But right. the real important thing to say is, you know, explain to them why and how they can right. get in it the next day and, and give them the, the information that they need to, to have a successful visit. Uh, because as some of your listeners might not know, what is a little bit unique about us out at Disney Springs is that it, we operate most of the time off of a virtual queue which can yeah. have you wait, waiting up to five hours to get into our line. So you can go watch a movie, go to dinner, all this beautiful stuff, and right. you get a text when it's time to return, just like you would on a you know popular ride. 
Right. It just happens to be for a bakery. And if you don't know that going in, it can be pretty jarring, especially if you build up a lot of anticipation sure. for your visit. Sure. But to your point with, you know, over communicating and telling guests what to expect, you know, we jumped in line the first time and we already knew that there was going to be a virtual queue, but we right. got in the, into the virtual queue the first time and they said, oh, you know, it's, it's three hours right now. And, oh, okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and, and the, the nice young lady was like, you know, Hey, go do what you're going to do. Like, go enjoy your day. Like, yeah. don't sit around and wait for your text message. Like when it comes through, it comes through and you can come back and whenever that is. And so it wasn't like, Oh, Hey, you know, there's a lot of times where, where, uh, either, you know, a cast member or a staff member or whatever the employee is will like fill you with dread yeah. unintentionally. But in, in all they had to do was say, Hey, not a big deal. Just come back when we when we text you. Don't just don't stare at your phone all day long. Go live your life until you're ready. You know. Yeah. And so that I think that made all of the difference for mm-hmm. that line. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty flexible. We have, we have people that go home, take naps. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Go to Epcot and, for the day. You know, relax. It, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Come back yeah. at night specifically for hot cookie hour. You know, there's yeah. there's a there's a it, it's easy to work the 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 system when you know how it how it works. You know, it's it's yeah. it's easy to navigate. Your day, but you know, we try to our best to to set those expectations and get that information out there, so that everybody yeah. has a good visit. So, to your point earlier, you're you know you're all about experience, which is my obsession. <laughs> you know, I want Gideon's to be a memorable experience, and of course, as we've been talking about uh, through human interaction and connection, is a big part to create that connection. Right. But I also work really hard to make sure that everything that's on the menu is a you know pretty unique for what it is and it's a tough thing to do like I've never I, I haven't eaten every chocolate chip cookie in the world but I can say that I've never had a chocolate chip cookie like mine uh, I'm not saying right. it's the best there's no such thing as the best um, but I mean the goal well there's there a personal is, best you, <laughs> you know there's no universal best um, so I, I, I we keep the menu small with the promise that everything that's on that menu is the best that we know how to produce. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you, you mentioned the, the, the peanut butter cold brew, mm-hmm. which is a special baby of mine. I spent seven years tinkering with that. Uh, Man, I would have waited uh, another seven if that's what it took for that. Because that was, <laughs> that is an amazing cold brew. It, well, even when I had it down to where I thought, okay, this is it. This is the perfect drink. I was making it in my kitchen in a Vitamix. So, uh, you know, that's how I was mixing the ingredients together, uh, which created a lot of air in the cold brew, which is why we do nitro, uh, because the origins of that came from, you know, putting that that blend in a in a in in the mixer. Um, Mm. So it it had to be recreated in a sense to to meet the daily demands and production that are required for out there. And we very happily work with Lineage, uh, which is a local coffee roaster that happens to be our neighbor at the East End Market. Oh, wow. And uh, and we use their locally roasted beans. But what's really cool about that is uh, coffee scares me. Uh, because coffee people are super hardcore and they like what they yeah, like. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. everybody wants and likes something different. And that's, you know, cookies are not that dissimilar, but people seem to be a little bit more forgiving with desserts as they are with right. how they like their coffee. And right. I'm unique in that I very stubbornly only offer it to you the way that I know it's the best that we can do. And 
there's no variety with our cold brew. It is what it is. You can't choose your milk. You can't choose your sweetener. Yeah. It, it's, it's produced as it, the experience, you know, it, it's a trust the chef moment as the chef intended, as they say. Uh-huh. Uh, so when we tried to produce that, uh, and, and, and put it together with, with lineage so that they can really help us get that into the store on tap every day, I had to start all over again. And we spent another year, Oh wow! I, 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 if they were here right now, they could probably tell you some stories about how they were ready to just tell me to to fly a kite. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I I I wouldn't I I wouldn't say okay that's good enough you know that'll people right. will like that that'll be fine. It had to be what it was intended to be uh, on the large scale, and we got there. You know, it's yeah, you did. It's, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, I and I I I. I love cold brew and, and iced lattes. I don't drink hot coffee. So I'm I'm not your hardcore coffee person, but lineage is. So the goal yeah. was to keep at it until people that love, love, love coffee thought it was something special and people that don't drink coffee at all thought it was something special. And That's I feel me. like that cold yeah. brew hit that perfect medium where mm-hmm. for the Absolutely. most part, we have found success in, in, in hitting that middle ground where we can please that larger, the, the largest group of people possible. It's yeah. not everybody, you know, I, I still get tagged in some posts every once in a while that, that, you know, say, Oh, that, that cold brew was terrible. And then I replied that they broke my heart. Just tag, oh. tag me in it and I'll find them and I'll break yeah, their legs. It is interesting that people will will tag me to say something mean. <laughs> like, yeah, that's so, so weird. That's so weird. Leave me alone. That's a weird culture to me. I, I, there, there's yeah. a DM waiting in my uh, in my inbox right now where someone, uh, I, you know, you can kind of read the what mm-hmm. the beginning of the message yeah. says. And uh, and I just saw it kind of like pop up on my phone really quick that said, "Oh, I had the the new cookie uh, uh, this month," and I I, I was hoping that, that there'd be another little pop up that says, "You know," and I really enjoyed that. Blah, blah, blah. And it, right. the next pop up was, and it was the worst thing I've ever eaten in my life. Oh, and it's like, all right, you Wait, know that this is the this, creator well, I of that like cookie. I would just like to say I've been holding on to this for a week, and it's amazing. It's, it's so. amazing. Are you talking about the Calavera <laughs> cookie? Yes. Yeah, I love it so much. It's so, it. so good. Yeah, and you know, and there's n- the, the person's not wrong. If it's the worst thing they've ever eaten, it's the worst thing they've ever eaten. But does that make sure. it universally true? No. no. And I, 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 I it, it fascinates me that that people uh, have a hard time processing that we all have different taste buds and different loves, and there's nothing wrong with what you love or what you hate. Right. I, I would argue right. that there's no room in life to hate baked goods. I agree. I agree. But, you know, I it's it's so funny. You know, you talk about like there's no best and everybody's got different tastes. Like I've had as I can't I mean, I can't even count how many peanut butter cookies I've had in my lifetime. And they're all good. They're all fine. They're great. Then I had yours. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. This needs to be in my mouth at all. That given that's also that's right here. I I, I did spend an extra couple years on that one because I couldn't crack the code. Like every time I made a peanut butter cookie, uh, even in the weird way that I make cookies, it still tasted pretty much like a peanut butter cookie. Um, I, I always say that you know that like there's a 
in my brain, I think of the, a needle that goes in like the red or the green. Yeah. And I think of everything in life as, as that, that needle, the, the middle is mediocrity. And my goal is to avoid that middle at all times. Yeah. So yeah. personally, when I go out and I, and I, and I'm enjoying uh, dinners and baked goods and things that are made from the heart, I love both ends of the needle. Like even if it's food that I don't like, as long as it's, made from scratch and the effort is there, I appreciate the experience. Yeah. It's that middle ground that, that, that irks me. And that's sure. to me, like, you know, that's your box mixes, your frozen foods, yeah. you know? Yeah. So with, I'm going to say for, let's say for the chocolate chip cookie and the peanut butter cookie, what keeps it in the green for you? Like, what is it that, that made it perfect enough for you? Uh, the chocolate chip, uh, that's a hard one to answer because there's so many different layers of what makes that cookie different. Yeah. Um, with the peanut butter, I, I think I even say this in the description of the cookie that, that, that we worked extra hard to, to, to take that cookie to the next level. And in the end, the answer was all the peanut butter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like there is so much peanut butter in that cookie. So much. Yeah. That when you consider so, how many, here you go. Can I, it's a can little I show melty. this? It's a little oh, melty. it's melted. Um, all the peanut butter chips on the outside, like that, that, that definitely still see throws them. They it just over. kind of melted Oh, we together melted a it bit. though. <laughs> don't show that. Don't, don't desecrate his product. Um, Crying but when up. you, you know, I, I think it's like all of the peanut butter and, and the, the saltiness, like it's, mm. it's, it's not, too much and it's not too little it's it's this the perfect because amount that, of salt that little yeah the little bit of salt cuts through the sweetness and right. it's just oh, it's mm. just it's so mm. it's just so good can i give you my my peanut butter uh cookie pro tip yes. yeah eat it with the peanut butter buttercream so we we oh. sell those little little dips yeah. on the side we had the marsh did we have the peanut butter we had the marshmallow we we had the peanut butter and I let it go to waste. You left. You no, know, it, it got lost room. in the hotel room. Oh, no, See, I'm Dang obsessed it. with the peanut butter. So, the, uh, uh, one of the things about Gideon's cookies and our desserts, as, as a general rule, is uh, I'm not a fan of sugar. So I try to minimize uh-huh. it in everything that we do. So if you really think about it, uh, like one of my least favorite comments that you can make, if I'm putting out there, like what you could do if you want to troll me, is tell me, "Ooh, that looks like a mouthful of cavities." Oh. You know, I hear that all that. Oh, that cookie looks like diabetes because it's got right. so many chips right. on it. Uh, but there's not a lot of sugar. Uh, like the uh, the can of soda you're drinking is diabetes. Yeah, you know the, maybe that's what it is that I love about it with the peanut butter cookie because every every time you get the a least peanut butter amount cookie, of sugar, over sugared. Yeah, and and there's not a lot of sugar in that at all. And I I only use dark chocolates uh, and semi sweets. I don't use any milk chocolates because uh, there tends to be a lot more sugar in milk chocolate. So I'm yeah. very mm. careful about the balance of everything. You mentioned you you got the marshmallow buttercream because I I like to use. Uh, marshmallow fluff and my my buttercreams because it's so sticky that it allows me to keep that buttercream consistency without loading it with pounds and pounds of powdered sugar that everybody uses in a mm-hmm. traditional vanilla buttercream recipe. Right. So I like it because it allows me to get to that texture without so much sugar. Uh, and it, so it gives it that possibility to dip it in a cookie without being overkill. So the peanut butter right. buttercream and the peanut butter cookie are great because the peanut butter buttercream was essentially whipped peanut butter. 
And okay. the peanut butter cookie is very minimal on the sugar, so it's not overkill when you combine them. And I think about right. this stuff all the time. Like uh, <laughs> people will, uh, the, the the people that love black coffee will say that the Gideon's cold brew is too sweet. It is compared to black coffee, right? But there's not a lot of sugar in there uh, uh, compared to you know like a frappuccino at whatever big box coffee yeah. place. I don't know, Frappuccino. Is that a brand name, Frappuccino? Am I about to get a is cease it? and desist? Well, we will. <laughs> no, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. No, and, and that's, I don't know, and maybe and maybe that's what the secret is for me because I, I, like, I like desserts. I like cookies and cakes and things. I like pies, but I don't like overly sugared things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when I had, it's so funny because when I say peanut butter cold brew, it's like um, if you if we did a word cloud for all of our scripts on our show, I think that would be peanut like one of, the biggest, be the biggest, one of the biggest. It's going to be the biggest one. Bubbles is peanut butter cold brew. Um, it's not. It's not like overly sweet. Like it just it it. And that's I think that's maybe why it's I like sweet everything. Enough. It's sweet enough. Yeah, I, I think it hits that it. perfect. I mean, it is it, it it is as sweet as intended. You know, there it, you go. It's, there you it's, go. You know, neither more nor less than than I wish it to be. That's so uh, so, that's I, so I, I will say I was really, really, I, 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 I'm, I'm not a person that 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 gets butterflies and gets much nervous about anything. I'm not present enough to to be nervous about about <laughs> life. Um, but uh, uh, I was really nervous to put that that coffee out there, and especially the peanut butter one because. I spent so long on it, but it's on the yeah. wall outside. It says, you know, there's, there's the, the little old, uh, old school graphics on the side of the wall that yeah. you know, have Gideon's Bakehouse featuring the original peanut butter cold brew. And I'm like, all right, I just immortalized this on the side of the wall that people better like this. And to, Seriously? Yeah, to, to my, uh, 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 great happiness, uh, when we first opened, uh, I, I kept seeing all these like lists of things you have to get when you're on Disney property. And it was yeah. it was always the peanut butter cold brew and the coffee cake cookie in the morning, which is also Dude. one of my babies. Dude, the, and let me tell you, coffee cake is probably my number one like sweet treat. Like probably right. probably my number one. And so when I and that's actually how I found out about you guys is somebody that said, "Oh, have you ever had the coffee cake cookie at Gideon's?" And You're I'm like, like, "Hold on, wait, what?" So I looked it up, and you know, I see the picture of the piled high uh, coffee cake on top of the cookie, and I'm like, "I've got to get this in my face." <laughs> and so we went, and we did the virtual queue, and we missed the first time we missed uh, the the coffee cake cookie because we went later, right? Yeah, we went in the afternoon. Um, that was when you got cold brew for the first that's time when I got and you cold loaded up on peanut but butter But I got cookies. peanut butter cookies and I was really happy. But we were there luckily during the, the time where you announced the dark coffee cake cookie. And so we got in on that. Yeah. And then the next day got the coffee cake cookie. And we I'm like, like literally timed it perfectly. Yeah. Like I was watching the clock and I was like, they just called us back sunsets in two minutes. Yeah. Like we are in line now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a we literal really sunset. Like we don't mess around mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, no, you didn't. And it was, it was right on time. They were like, all right, it's available. So we walked in, we ordered <laughs> probably five. I think, yeah, we got I'm, four of them. I'm, I'm almost embarrassed about how many little Gideon's boxes we came home with. It we, was heavy. <laughs> it was yeah. so heavy. We had a lot that, that we came up with. But just, you know, I have to say, like, 
with coffee cake being my number one sweet treat, that was the best cookie I've ever eaten in my life. Like literally hands down best cookie I've That's ever eaten. That's a ridiculously huge compliment. Thank you. <laughs> it's true. And, and I, and I don't dish them out unless I mean it. I, w- I don't have any reason to fluff you. Like it was really just the, the best cookie. And not only because of, I mean, it had the best flavor that I've had. And when it came, you know, came to a cookie, um, one, one didn't, outweigh the other when it came to the cookie versus the coffee cake. Um, the size was perfect because it was like, I could split it into fours and, and have that with a, you know, for breakfast four four days in a row, whatever, or just eat it all at one time. Yeah. Which, all at one time. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I don't know. Who I was I'm like, he didn't to. save the I first one. I, I don't know what he's talking about. So it was just, it was just per, it was just a perfect, a perfect cookie for me. It was perfect. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's, that's my favorite paired with uh, right now the the pumpkin chai cold brew the little the, I want to oh, do so a bad. very ginger forward pumpkin chai and it it uh, that ginger following the cinnamon of the the oh, coffee man. cake cookie is uh, is my perfect oh, breakfast treat. I actually had to have the staff uh, stop me from getting a, a coffee cake cookie and a cold brew every morning that I was there because. It is not recommended that that be your morning breakfast day right. after day after day after day. Right. I care about your uh, health. How often are you at the at the shop? Are do you are you pretty active still in the in the shop? Uh, unfortunately, no. Um, mostly because there's not a lot for me to do when I'm out there outside of what I refer to as peacocking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I can't get work done, uh, so I just get stuck. Uh, talking to people, and I mean that in the most wonderful sense because I love to Absolutely. do it, but I can't stop. So yeah. I get stuck uh, where I, I should be somewhere else, and hours and hours will go by, and I I, I can't I I can't leave. Which is funny because I'm a super introverted personality. Um, you know, I love talking to people. You know, introversion doesn't mean that that I'm awkward with in social sure. situations. It means I get drained pretty quickly from yeah from talking to people. So uh, uh, I try to, to, and I hope n- n- to get back in the habit of being uh, out there at least one or two nights uh, a week just to thank people. Um, and then awesome. usually, uh, you know, like I'll be out there on Wednesday this, this week to do interviews and, and uh, you know, take care of some business and all that fun stuff. But I spend yeah. the majority of my time right now at the production facility um, this is just that time of year. Like we just had our, our, uh, our birthday month. October is, is the most active Gideon's month of the year. We're just, you know, we do a, a completely unique dessert every weekend, something we've never, ever, ever, yeah. ever done, which, you know, after five years of business is, is, uh, you know, gets challenging, but it, it's at the same time, not like I haven't, right. I haven't come anywhere close to feeling creatively, dry. Uh, mm-hmm. so had a lot of fun in the production kitchen. Uh, and now we're taking a little breath in the build up to the holidays, uh, cause we're going to do some real fun stuff in December too. Uh, but okay. I desperately want to stay away from the production kitchen as much as possible because I have no self control uh, whatsoever. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I will eat it all, all the time. Yes, I can imagine. I, can, I, I would. It would be really hard for me not to as well because it's just everything's good. It's, yeah. well, it's hard. I will tell you guys if you think that the the Gideon's cookie is uh, is good, if you enjoy that, the cookie dough is on another level. I just oh, legally man. can't, you know 
present that to you. Right, right, right. And it's funny because people that oh, don't man. know our cookies will 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 often, you know, this this will cook up every once in a while at Disney uh, Springs is that people will think that the cookie's unbaked because it's so buttery and soft. Uh, like right. it tastes just like cookie dough. And I, I, like, I know what my cookie dough tastes like. Y'all know that's it not, doesn't. That's not the cookie dough. It maybe tastes like, False. you know, reminds you of cookie dough. <laughs> right. That is, in fact, a, a deceptively baked cookie. That's so funny. Yeah. I love cookie dough. So I wanted to ask about, because I, so I, I, you, you talked about like, you know, cool t-shirts and stuff like that. I wear pretty much, uh, three, three types of t-shirts. Yeah. Star Wars, Marvel, and Disney. Okay. Well, more yeah, Star Wars, Marvel, and Disney. That's four, fourth. Would, fourth category would be bands. All right. Like before you t-shirt. get too deep yeah. in this, what's your out of all your shirts? What's your favorite Star Wars shirt? What's on it? My favorite Star Wars shirt right now is uh, an Ahsoka Tano shirt. Okay, so your Clone Wars Rebels. You do. The, I do. The, I. I do I'm, I'm a. I'm a. I'm pretty. I'm pretty purist, but I love the new stuff. I love the Clone Wars and Rebel stuff. It's, yeah. No, well, that's. Fan. I mean, that's the whole. You. You grow up with Ahsoka Tano watching that show. So that's yeah, good. All right. Good let's let's move on to Marvel. What's what's your Marvel shirt? Um, do I even? Uh, I would say. I don't have it anymore. Oh, but it would be in a Captain America shirt. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite Marvel uh, movie in the cinematic universe? My favorite Marvel movie in the cinematic universe right now would be. You know, I really liked Endgame just because it was like everybody all at once. So that, it was like those don't count. Awesome overload. Those, that's that's like a culmination of all the movies. So you can't okay. use those two. So if I can't <laughs> use that one, I would say. Can I choose a show? No. Okay. But you could you can uh, give me the show afterwards. I need, okay. I need the movie. I need it. Uh let's do um I like Civil War. That's the that's the correct answer. Yeah, I like Civil War a lot. I was, I was getting my hand was hovering over the hang up. <laughs> Civil War is an amazing movie. Uh, it's what's a your, great movie. What's your favorite of the TV shows? Uh WandaVision. WandaVision was great. Uh, 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 I loved it. It's a uh, it's such a wonderful commentary on grief. Absol- absolutely, yeah. and I th- it, yeah, and, and it, you know, without going into the whole plot of the show, it's just th- week after week you're watching this poor woman go through a mental breakdown. Yeah, you know, and 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 putting her best foot forward uh, to not crack. I can and, relate. <laughs> and exactly, Seriously. you know, it's like, it's something we do on a daily basis, and, yeah. but also like holding on to the love of her life was like really hard to watch. Yeah. Um, but so, so beautiful at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm an animation uh, fanatic and, uh, yeah. and the, I, I really enjoyed the what if as well. Oh dude, I love it. And they, uh, they just, they just announced that they're going to do a, uh, um, uh, zombies, yeah, Marvel um, Zombies, full series, which wasn't yeah. my favorite of the of of the stories. Like, I, I you know, obviously, I'm a comic book guy, so going yeah. back into you know reading the comics, I actually uh, I really dug the Captain Carter stuff and the Hydra Stomper. I thought that was great. Yeah, I ordered yes, that. The uh, Hydra Stomper was awesome. I ordered that Hot Toy. I don't know if you're familiar with Hot Toys. Yes, yeah, yes. I ordered the Hydra Stomper and Captain Carter. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm, so good. I'm, I can't. It's not shipping for like five years. I'm, I'm counting the oh, days. Oh man, <laughs> I know. The it's, days. It's, some of these toys, these collector collector figures, it's just like, 
I, I had a friend that actually literally posted something. Uh, oh, I ordered this three years ago. Finally got it. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, I, I do have the Endgame Thanos uh, Hot Toys figure because uh, he's oh, my nice. boy. And, nice. Uh, and I, I swore that I would not fall down that collector's rabbit hole because it's someone yeah. that owned a comic shop slash art gallery. I'm a yeah. recovering collector. You know, I can't. Yeah. So I try to be really, I can imagine. really picky. <laughs> I try to be really, really picky because I, 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 I want to. I'm trying to be at that point in my life where I minimize the need for stuff. Yeah. You know, right. maximize the need for experience and travel. It's and funny just though. We just, had, but when <laughs> we, when we went and first visited your Disney Springs location, I was like, this guy is a collector. Yeah. Whoever designed this place collects things. <laughs> I just, I knew it in my heart. I knew you were a collector. Yeah. I mean that just the, all those books were a couple of years of, uh, yeah. of, of, because I, I needed to make sure they were, legit Victorian books. Like every book right. on that shelf is early 1800s, early 1900s, some in the 1700s. Yeah. That's Just amazing. They're so beautiful. I love yeah. decay. So is that the reason like you're, you're kind of like collector nature? Is that the reason that you started doing merch and t-shirts and characters and stuff? Yeah. I mean, in, in my heart, I'm a branding nerd. So, <laughs> yeah. so, and I, I say this in the social media a lot lately is that, you know, I really appreciate that people recognize how I see Gideon's Bakehouse, and it's not a bakery yeah. at all. It's an it's an art gallery. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So uh, uh, I I get just as excited for uh, the release of a sticker as I do for a new cookie. Yeah, uh, um, it, it's it's so much fun uh, for me, and I and I love I I love it when Mike and I are sitting working out what the story is going to be for Signore Pipistrela when we release the dark yeah. coffee cake cookie and and he you know draws that perfect character and we we uh you know we we just have a lot of fun Stuart Valencia was the first cookie that I ever released that that was the way that I always envisioned releasing a cookie I just never had staff before, so it's brilliant. You know, it's such a beautiful way to release a, pro- a product, like of like here, tell a story behind it. Yeah, our cookies so have far lore. Has been Bonnie Bray. Bonnie Bray. Bonnie Bray. She's I, I don't so know about you, cute. but I, I hope that Bonnie and Stuart, you know, find each other. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be yeah. beautiful. I'm up for it. Yeah, She's and so I love her story. Well, and and what I was kind of alluding to is like. I like my, my fifth category of t-shirt now is Gideon's. Like when we, when we went uh, a few months ago, uh, I was like, uh, I'll have every one of each in extra large, please. They were like, what? We ended up walking (laughs) out of that trip with $300 of Gideon's stuff. It's weird how often that happens. It's crazy. On accident. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but I, but I'm so thrilled to put on a Gideon shirt because one, you know, and there's, and there's, there's a few reasons. One, I believe in your product. Like I, I eat it. I love it. I enjoy it. And I would tell everybody about it. Um, but two, like, I know you're a small business and like to be able to support a small business is Mm -hmm. like, it's so awesome. So seeing us, you know, a small business in Disney Springs amongst all these, you know, there's a lot of giants in that shopping center. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so to see you guys in there, it's like, good for them. Like keep killing it. And so I was like, I'll buy as many as I can. When I got this one, I got two because I'm like, I know I'm going to love that shirt enough to where I'm going to wear it out and one another one. So I'll, I'll buy shirts every time you put one out because I think it's, you know, again, it's a great way to release a product, telling a story and, and getting us involved in the story and giving us something to buy into, mm-hmm. you know, but also putting out good products. So. 
Yeah, I loved like the the, the three little ones that we uh, uh, the Halloween the trick or treaters. Yeah. You know, we, so we sold these eight by ten prints in an envelope, and just the way it was all put together uh, was I, I was so happy. Like I, I Mike and I both signed those, uh, and I, I spent all day just getting all of them ready and then taking every print and putting in the envelope and hand delivering it to Disney Springs and hand delivering yes, it to Disney Market yes. so it'll be ready the next morning. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, we're we're a tiny business. Like, you know, uh, so, you know, I mentioned before that I, you know, I'm out there peacocking. That's not something that I feel comfortable doing. I, I don't, I don't like to put a spotlight on myself. I don't like to yeah. make the business about me. But when we, when we, appeared out at Disney Springs, I wanted people to know that we are there as a representation of small business in central Florida. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to, to play Mr. Big shot. I'm not that at all. I don't pretend to be that. Uh, but I'll, I'll go out there and talk to people because they don't realize that we're a small business. They think just by the, the, the fact that we're out at, 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 at uh, on such a large stage that we must be either a, a large company or B that mm-hmm. we're Disney. And, right. uh, uh, the easiest way from a marketing brain is I'm sure you can understand to connect to people and get them to understand how small we are is to have a personal conversation with them and let them know that, yeah. no, this is just me. Like I'd, I don't have partners and investors. Gideon's is just my little company that I started in my kitchen, you know, just yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. You know, it's still, I still can't wrap my head around the fact that, that anybody cares and is paying attention to what I'm doing. <laughs> right. I'm not used to it at all. I, 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 I had like one of the, the weirdest and most surreal honors of my life just a couple weeks ago when I went out to talk to WWE about a potential charity. I was just going to ask. Yeah, yeah. Like I went out there for some charity, uh, you know, partnership conversation. And, you know, they surprised me by literally having me come out uh, to the ring in front of, a, you know, a, a, a chanting crowd, chanting, uh, you know, we want cookies. And presenting so you with Sean Michael, the legend Sean Michael, Michaels, Michaels yeah. Johnny Gargano, man, like what an amazing honor! And they 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 gave me an honorary uh, championship title, which uh, that's so is, cool. is crazy. I, I I it's it's behind me right right now. <laughs> I love I, uh, it. I should put it in the store, but I want to wear it all day long. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I would wear it as a regular belt. Yeah. Just figure out a way to make that work. <laughs> And that was probably the first time in, in five years that, that I was really, re, like, the most personal, what is happening? Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. How, I'm, Are I'm, you a big wrestling fan? To, I, like, I grew previously? up so hardcore. Like, I, you know, I. Same. I, uh, I, who, was I, your, who was your favorite growing up? I love Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love Ricky Steamboat. You know, I I I, I love uh, Superfly. Like I, all, I loved all the high flyers. Yeah. You know, How obviously, old are you? I'm too old. <laughs> How old are you? I'm super old. I'm so I'm, I'm so embarrassing. Old. I don't want to say. How rude of you to ask? I'm for I'm 42. <laughs> I'm older than you. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have the we like the same wrestlers. That means you're you you are at least my age. 
Yeah, I'm an old, I'm an old fart. I'm so yeah, immature you don't have that, this I, in that your I beard. trick everybody. You don't have this. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. It's coming. I've got a mop of long hair under the under the beanie today. That was my only regret is I didn't know they were gonna they were gonna have me out in, in front of everybody. I would have had my hair down. Then I would have really right. felt like I was you know in that in that wrestling ring <laughs> or practiced how to get in and out of a wrestling ring without right, a, making right. a fool there's out of a, myself. There's a skill to it for sure. Yeah. Dude, so cool for you though. That that's such an honor, and and you know to be able to be recognized on that level is such a big deal. Like that's so cool. It uh, it's 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 mind boggling because I, like I said, to me, it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that you guys even want to talk to me about what's going on. <laughs> oh man, know? and and you know we we keep our finger on the pulse of Disney just because you know we have we have the show and we like to spread the news. But also, you know, so we'd heard, we've heard you, we've heard of you guys, we've heard your name, I mean, countless times, mm -hmm. but then being able to actually get there, get in the queue, get the items that we were actually seeking, you know, which was the, the peanut butter cold brew, uh, the coffee cake cooker, like being able to, to, to experience it. I'm like, I will tell everybody. And I did, I did tell everybody he stood about outside you. of the door and saw people coming out without cold brew. And he was like, are you sure you don't want to go back yeah. in? Cause you forgot something. I was I telling was like, people that to were stop. about to go in line. I'm like, make sure you get a peanut butter cold brew. Like don't skip this. This is not to be scared. You're not alone in that. Like people, our lines are, are, are fascinating to me. Uh, yeah, you know, people make friends waiting in line at Gideon's at both locations, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, I, I, I like to think that a lot of why, you know, I, I, I schedule the team to be outside to talk to you in line and to facilitate group conversation. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's just building community and that's part of, of the side effect of owning an art gallery is, you know, you, you really want to build that sense of creativity and community in hopes of inspiring people to just be m more artistic and creative in, in their life. And it right. goes back to what we were saying earlier. I, I don't, I don't ask that everybody thinks that, that we're the best at what we do. I ask that people at the very least appreciate the effort uh, that, that there sure. is artistry going into what's happening. You know, you might go to an art gallery show and the artist might not be your cup of tea, but it doesn't minimize the hard work that they might put into sure. you know, what they're doing. So sure. uh, that's all we hope is that, 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 you know, people really soak in that full experience. And, you know, I don't ship, I don't deliver, I have no intentions of doing it, even though in the, you know, hour we've talked, I probably have about 30 emails asking if we ship uh, that I have yes. to send to. Um, it is the most common uh, thing that, that we get. The second thing is the cold brew. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually happy to say because people really uh, you know, want uh, uh, easier access to it, which is hard for us to do logistically. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, if an opportunity ever arises, uh, we, we will. Um, yeah. But you know, we want people to be at Gideon's. The beauty of the East End Market is that you get to enjoy a, a very authentic local food hall filled with award-winning food. The, the experience at Gideon's at Disney Springs is the, the full Gideon's. Yeah. You know, it's when you walk yeah. in that door, it's pure escapism. It's know? a completely and, different world. And that's, I think that's why working with Disney was so appealing to me is because that's the, the best place in the world to escape. 
Uh, you right. know, that's what if, they're if, all about is forgetting about the outside world yeah. and their experience. Yeah. So if I did that in some plaza, you know, with a nail salon and a subway down on the other end, right. it's not going to have that same immersive feel, but it right. does work there and it feels, it feels great. Yeah. And I, part of what I love so much about my friends out there that the, the work behind the scenes at Disney Springs is that, you know, we, we never talk money. I'm not a great capitalist. We talk experience and talk about yeah. the guests and they, they light up, you know, I can talk to, you know, Matt, the VP out there. Uh, and all we talk about is, is guest experience, guest experience. And it's, yeah. it's legit. Like the, the team at Disney Springs really, really cares about that. And, uh, and it yeah. makes me feel, uh, every day, like, like we made a, a, a tremendously great, uh, choice. Not that that's yeah. you know something they're like. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're absolutely a perfect fit for Disney Springs. The experience is unmatched. I mean, there's no other. You know, it's like you know, you're not a bakehouse. You're you're an art gallery, and and it's it. You feel that. You can see it, and you can feel it, and you mm-hmm. can walk into that door, and it's a completely different world, and you escape from everything else because right now you're in this spooky Victorian manner, and you're going to get some really good sweets. Mm-hmm. So. So what's what's next for you guys? What's what's coming up next? Uh, I'm gonna start a petition petition soon to get you guys to come to California. Just just keep an eye out for that. I'm gonna well, don't send the petition in. to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not up to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I am a tiny small business. I have no interest in taking on partners or investors. So the the yeah. the this is a very personal project for me. Uh, yeah. and the, the beauty of that is the authenticity that comes with it. Yeah. Um, as we said, but the, the, the downside is the ability to grow in the way that people would love us to grow. Uh, it's, it's tough, you know, I, I hand make those cookies. So, yeah. uh, that's one of the reasons why we don't ship is I, I could not supply the entire nation with cookies I can barely right. supply the, 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 the two stores here. Um, yeah. you know, it takes 160 of us in this, this giant kitchen to, uh, to supply, like I mentioned earlier, less than 1600 square feet of, of bakery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. opening that up to a national audience is, uh, is would, would destroy us. Um, mm-hmm. but even opening up a, a, a second location would be challenging. So, as any small business owner in the food business certainly knows quality control and consistency is the thing that keeps you up every night. You know, I want everybody's, I tell the staff all the time that every cookie is someone's potential first Gideon's cookie, every cake, every cold brew, do it right. Take, take your time, take that extra few seconds to make sure it's right. Um, and I can safeguard that. that under the roof here. If I start spreading out, that becomes a little bit more challenging. Now there is the thought that, if I opened up a, a, a location in you know the West Coast, which I, I adore, you're, you're part of the country, that the dough can still come from here. Um, mm-hmm. So it, I, the quality control still is under one roof. Uh, but to be perfectly honest with you, the biggest challenge, I think, with that concept is that the, the job pool is only so much. So if I wanted to open up uh, an, another location and let's say I did expand my kitchen and double the size, 
it's a it's a struggle to stay staffed right now. Yeah, uh, I couldn't imagine in this current uh, environment of of doubling staff again to handle another location. Yeah. But those are all logistics that, you know, that's not for you guys to worry about. That's mine. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll send you my resume. We can talk it out. We'll you know, the, it so out. The, 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 the thought <laughs> is there. Like I, I'm always yeah. thinking about what's the next step. Uh, and, you know, hopefully I let the business tell me, I try not to push it too much. The beauty yeah. of, of, of not being driven by finances is that I don't have to, I don't have to do anything else. You know, it's, yeah. it's all about just what what makes sense. Uh, so that's that's my mindset when it comes to the growth for physical locations. What's next in the shorter term is going to make you happy, because okay. I I think that when it comes to the artistic side of Gideon's Bakehouse and the merchandise mm-hmm. and the the lore, we've only just started. We've yeah. only just started. So if you are one of those people listening that enjoy what we're doing right now, you're going to be happy. Because uh, a, a lot of that, that, a lot of that really behind happy. the scenes work is we'd love to you know, have different kinds of apparel, expand that line. Uh, yeah. I, I'd love to have more merchandise. And you know, everybody would love to see a, you know, a, a toy of that gargoyle. You know, yeah. plush of a character. Uh, yes. You know, and, and that's you know, it's a learning curve because obviously I'm not a manufacturer of 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 toys and and plush. Uh, so these are relationships that we're looking to to build and and grow in, and uh, I'm very excited for that. I I would love to do a, a book that that talks about this. You know, like a children's book, an illustrated book that tells some of these stories. Oh, that'd be in more amazing. Depth. Um, I would love to, to, to uh, Netflix if you're listening. Uh, yeah, you know, I, there there is uh, some some animation uh, possibilities in, in the universe. Absolutely, of, of there Gideon's is. Bakehouse, I would love a so. coloring book, just because that's who I am as a person. I would love that. So, just if you need to add something to your list, the, so well, the only drawback to that is how much color exists at Gideon's Bakehouse. <laughs> I can do lots of shading, grays and, and blacks. <laughs> No, it's funny because when I first started like falling in love with all the characters, I was like, each one of these would be an amazing Funko Pop. Like yeah. every one of them, every single one of these little guys. Yeah, it's crazy. You, there's so many opportunities for you guys, and I'm so excited for you because, I, yeah, I feel like you've just scratched the surface with all of this. I uh, I think so. Like a, a, a my personal, uh, you know, prize is ex- is experience and, and personal growth creatively. Uh, emotionally, uh, you know, I try to be a little bit better of a man with each each passing day, uh, as yeah. challenging as, as that can sometimes be. Uh, so I, I feel like I feel really blessed that Gideon's has given me that 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 perfect vehicle to explore uh, seemingly unlimited levels of growth and uh, creativity. Uh, so yeah. I'm 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 really really happy, and you know the. The, the the responsibility for me too is what kind of growth can I facilitate for my for my team for the people that work alongside yeah. of me and what kind of experiences can I create for them? So one yeah. of the things that that I think about is you know sister stores uh, to to get its other concepts that now I can partner with part of my team uh, right. and, and let them experience some ownership 
uh, you know, maybe to take some of that off my shoulders um, <laughs> as we grow. Uh, you know, let them have that stress. <laughs> no, I yeah. mean, I, in, in all honesty, I, I think, you know, there's so many people that deserve more for the work that they put in. So it's, I, I, I aim to create vehicles that allow them to grow as well. So I'm, I'm, it's a lot and I'm really slow. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> That's what I would like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, thank you. Thank you so much for, for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you're a busy dude and, and we appreciate you just, you know, spending the, the last hour and a half with us. Um, I told you, you, you had said in the email that you'd take 30 minutes of my time and I laughed. I'm like, yeah, I always I, say I, 30 <laughs> minutes because people go an hour's a long time. I'm like, I'll talk as long as you want. That, like, I feel like we've just started our conversation. Like I want to get to know you guys. Uh, uh, quite Let's a talk. Bit what do you want to talk about? Yeah. You know, like, so I did have one more question for you sure. though, because you had talked about the t-shirt thing. Um, what would be a t-shirt that you would go and strike a conversation up about? Uh, I, I do love to talk about, uh, anything that's cartoon related. Uh, okay. So I, 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 I did mention avatar. Like I, I, I was on vacation in Asheville and saw, uh, we, we had, we'd gone hiking and come off this mountain and there's this little ice cream shop, uh, in the middle of nowhere and some little kids wearing an avatar shirt. I'm like, Hey, what nation would you be with? And, uh, and the look on his face that somebody would ask him that question, especially some old fart like me, it's an anime question. But no, I, I'm, I am really big into the the things that you mentioned. I love talking about Star Wars and just sci-fi in general. I'm a, a, when I originally moved to Orlando, there was anime was really hard to come by, uh, mm-hmm. and my original thought was, let me open up like the first real anime store in Orlando because there was nothing available at the time. Like it was so hard to get copies of, of shows that were coming out at the time. so I'm really, really big into Japanese animation, but not what the kids are watching as much today. Like I'm, you know, I, when I interview staff, uh, uh, and, and they're like, Oh yeah, you know, I love, uh, you know, Demon Slayer and a lot of the, 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 the newer things. I'm like, well, have you ever, you know, heard of Cowboy Bebop, which people right, now know right. because of the live now action they know show it, that, yeah. that's coming out or, you know, uh, the Macross series or Neon Genesis Evangelion and like all these classics. I'm a huge loop in the third nerd. If I, if I saw somebody wearing a loop in the third t-shirt, I would just go and kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> I don't care who it is. I might get arrested for it, but right, totally right. worth it. Right. Because but totally worth it. Because I, I love, like, Castle of Cagliostro, a, a lot of people say, oh, I love Studio Ghibli, but they don't realize that Castle of Cagliostro, it's a loop in the third film, was Miyazaki's first directed film. He started his career working on the old Lupin uh, television show. Really? Yeah, and Steven Spielberg has said that Lupin the Third is uh, or Castle of Cagostro is one of his favorite movies. Like it's a stunningly wonderful film. Yeah. But so many anime fans of today just have no idea of of these amazing uh, masterpieces of animation. Right. So that right. that stuff really gets me. And I'm a music nerd too, but I'm a closet music guy because the way that I talk about music as a music major makes me sound like a, a 
a super music snob and I don't like that. Uh, I don't like being called a snob because I, I honestly don't think that anyone's tastes are wrong. So I think by definition, I would avoid that. The one, the one area in which I can be a little snobby is with branding. Okay. You know, there, I, I I, I feel you there. Yeah. It's like, you can look at something, you know, when you're in, in the world of, of design and, and, you know, graphic design and branding and go, wow, that's, that's terrible. (laughs) That's terrible. That's awful. There are rules. Who signed off on this? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm either the worst or the best on a road trip because I have to comment on every billboard. (laughs) Which these days was like lawyer after lawyer after lawyer. I'm like, why does a lawyer. everything have to be your tough face? Look at you, you tough everything, guy. Everything, yeah. <laughs> why, and, and why do lawyers have to be tough? I don't, I don't want you to be tough. I, I want you to be no smart. Idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Show me you reading a book. That's, <laughs> that, that's, 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 there's, there's one that if you're driving up to like Savannah, I love to go to Savannah, that's got this guy and it's the, the it's a, He's on a billboard in front of a stat, like a bronze statue of a bull, and he's cupping the, oh, the, the sensitive parts of that bull. And he's like, I take the bull, but I'm like, oh, God. oh come on. No. Okay. Like, I would never call that guy. Move. Yeah, I, would no. ne- I mean, there's, there's no situation that I would call that guy. Yeah. So that's in a situation like that, I would feel pretty snobby that that's some really bad uh, marketing. Right. Yeah. Right. But no, you know I the joke might be on us. He might be the most popular. He's you know, probably raking it in. Grabber, you know? of he's he's in the, uh, in, in Grabby McGee in a hall of Georgia. <laughs> Who'd you go with? I went with Grabby. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I mean that that question is kind of endless because I, I I there's yeah. my my nerdiness knows no bounds. Yeah, I'm not as big into anime as you are, but I you know but. And I think it's a lot of, I don't really like what is out now because yeah, I, you know, I watched back in the day. What I used to say to people all the time, and, and this I think applies more towards old school anime is that anime is like in Japan is like our Hollywood. Like there's a genre, there's right. a style, there's a storytelling art for, for that connects to anybody. These days, anime in, in Japan is made more for the Western audience so uh, in in typical American fashion, there's a lot of uh, uh, copy and paste. Mm-hmm. Whereas, so we've ruined it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the the typical typical. <laughs> but there's so much innovative stuff. You know, it, it, I, I love talking about like just animation milestones, like the storytelling in in Cagliostro. Obviously, the the, the animation in Akira. Um, right now I'm obsessed with arcane league of legends. Uh, I'm going to start watching that this week. It I looks am really obsessed. Good. I don't know anything about the game. I don't care about the game. Me either. Uh, Me either. But that, the animation style just, in that, just the animation style has me. Is go- That's like every you go those crazy tournaments, right? You, uh, yeah. I, I think so, but you, you can pause yeah. that at any <laughs> moment in that series. And I've watched the first six episodes so far. Okay. Uh, and and it's a wallpaper. It's it is art. It looks gorgeous. It is art. Yeah, but also the story gorgeous. is really engaging. Uh, and I, as as someone that doesn't know anything about the source material, it's, it's super accessible, which in mm. of itself was uh, quite an amazing feat because I, I it it seems to be really popular with the people that follow the 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 game and know the lore, but it's also popular with people that have no idea what the game is. 
And that's, mm. that's an amazing uh, line to walk. That's the peanut butter cold brew of animation. They've hit that, <laughs> that perfect middle. And uh, I, I will say that, that I'm not afraid to say, because I'm not a, a lawyer in Georgia, that the, the, the third episode <laughs> made me cry like a baby. No like, way. It was so emotional and so well done. And the expressiveness, the facial expressions on those characters yeah. was, uh, was just so well gonna, done. So I'm an I advocate. I might actually start it tonight. I'm an advocate I'll, for that I'll show. I'll pick it up tonight. Yeah, so. I've been watching um, a lot of like the, ne- I'm, I've been a fan of most of the Netflix stuff that's been coming out. Uh-huh. Um, so I was, I was really excited for them to put out something animated like this. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's, every episode is, looks like it's a big budget movie. Like it's the best. Mm. It's I can't get over the animation. I wanted to watch it again awesome. as soon as I watched it. Are you um, are you a Disney fan? Uh, I am because I'm an animation fan. Yeah, but I I am. When you go out to Disney and you meet everyone out there, I start to feel like I am. I can't give myself that crown because I, I am so it's, far behind everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. And we, we, I try to live my life not that way. Um, cause it, there's this, yeah, Disney, Disney fans. Um, it's a different kind of, it's fan. a different kind of fan. It's like, there's this, this race to know everything and it doesn't have to be that way. You know, it's, it really doesn't have to be that way. And, uh, we can, I feel like we should just, you know, enjoy what we enjoy and enjoy it to the level that we're comfortable enjoying it. Um, and there's some really extreme people in our, in our fandom, in, in the Disney fandom. It's I mean, crazy. there's a, there's an extreme in everything now. Sure. You know, I, I, uh, yeah. And I think it's because the, there's so much access to everything. I, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't, I, the internet's a weird place, you know, cause that's it where a lot a of place. it, that's where a lot of it comes from. Uh, you know, I, 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 I've never had anybody say anything mean to me at, at when I'm out at Disney Springs. Uh, you know, I get it every day via email, mm-hmm. and that never happened until I opened up out there. So it's it, it's often people I yeah. say people ask me what the hardest you know the the biggest challenge has been uh, you know being such a tiny business out at Disney Springs, and you would think that the answer would be you know the the logistics, the staffing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's 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 dealing with that culture uh, has yeah. been a huge uh, punch in the face. Uh, yeah. And because I'm a sensitive crybaby, uh, that's uh, you know, it's gonna it, it's I, I I I say this all the time, and it's it's super true. I will get the nastiest emails at 11:30 every night, just as I'm getting ready to go to bed. <laughs> you know, I, so it's not only that it's this. not only that somebody wants to tell me that they that they think that I'm awful, um, but they want to do it right before I fall asleep so that it, that it <laughs> they want that so to I be toss and turn. <laughs> yeah, and I I I I don't get it. Like I'm I as a as a human being, I'm I'm someone that that tries to be a student of common sense. And I, like I try to hire for emotional maturity and I try to present myself with emotional maturity, but I, I try to have empathy for other people and how they think and how they feel. And, 
you know, that all falls into the realm of experience. You know, when you believe that right. life is about experience, there is no right or wrong. There is only your experience. You know, it's right. for you to right. decide what, what path in life that you want to experience. But I have such a hard time with, with the, that, the experience of being a troll. Like, yeah. who chooses we, that? I can't live that life. I never have. I never will. And, and I'm, you know, I think a lot of it, I was really lucky to be on the other side of things because I got in on like the digital marketing boom, all the social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was all the, always on the, the business side of things, not the consumer side. And so I would see how people would act once all of these, these, uh, avenues started opening up to complain about things. And yeah. I was like, I will never be that. I can never, I can't go to Yelp and leave a nasty review. Like I'll leave good reviews when I go places, but I don't leave negative reviews unless it's something like it has to be. And you know, it has to be <laughs> the like, owner spit in that, my face. Right. Yeah. Like if you're worried for someone's bad. safety or something like that, <laughs> right. I, I totally exactly. get it. And yeah, I, but I, I try not to respond not to a, uh, if it's really just hate filled, I leave it alone. Uh, you know, I, I get hundreds and hundreds of messages a day and it's just impossible to see them all and respond to them all. Yeah. So why would I waste time, you know, starting an argument? I don't need that energy right. in my life. But, you know, I, it's when well, in so many of those cases, there's nothing you can say to fix it. No, they just needed to complain. Yeah, They're not you know? going to be happy no matter what yeah. you do. No. And I it's want crazy. people to be happy. You know, that's yeah. that's that's my my job is to. Is to to you know create memorable experiences, and I, I certainly don't want to create a, a negative memorable experience. I want people right, to sleep right. well at night. I like right. to treat others like I like to be treated. So yeah, you know. But going back to what you're talking about with how you train your staff, like you hire the right people, you train them the right way, you you teach them to. Oh my goodness, who's this? Oh, this is Savant. My, oh hi, my 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 white cat. I, I it's it's oh odd to me that I have a white cat, but this is it's the, my very life. odd that you have a white cat. Yeah, he's a. But yeah, if if you train if you know if you're training people to give somebody a good experience, like those the the chances of that of those you would think the chances of the negative reviews would go down, but they just don't like, it's just people are going to complain when they, you know, they, they just have nothing else to do. Yeah. Like I, I, we, we have a five hour wait to get into Gideon's, uh, you know, people like yourself really appreciate and love what we do yet. I think we're low rated, uh, on Yelp at Disney Springs. <laughs> and that's I can, cra- and that's and I can crazy. guarantee that's you that, that it's the vast majority of it is, is people that customers. never got inside at all and yeah. just are really upset yeah. about it. So if if I were worried about such things and it meant something, I would just go and ask people to to say something positive and to yeah. do a positive review. But it's uh, these days that's not where people go to decide where they're going to have dinner. No. social media no. and you know Instagram and and. It, following their friends that went someplace cool. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's become yeah. so much more personal because we're so, yeah. we're so connected that I, I don't, I don't stress out uh, about it. What, yeah. uh, what are some of your favorite things about visiting uh, this, this, this park about, about central Florida and, and Disney? You want to go first? There's so much. It's, it's such a different caliber than it is out here because in California, you walk out of one park, you walk 30 feet and you're into the next one. It's, I can't even fathom like trying to walk to a different park <laughs> out there. Like it's, 
it's just it's massive. It's, it's, it's Yeah, it's yeah. it's I something that we don't get have, which is space. <laughs> yeah, no, really. We and we um we knew that we were gonna go a decent amount, so we ended up getting the uh, Disney Vacation Club um, and annual passes for Walt Disney World. Um, but I, you know, going to we we would go to Disneyland like every weekend like mm-hmm. it was just our thing like we we met there we got engaged there mm-hmm. um we built a very large friend group there mm-hmm. um so we were just there every weekend it was like the local bar you know yeah. and it's very accessible you get in you get it out you know whatever going to Walt Disney World I hadn't really looked into it at all because I just never imagined I'd go there cuz it seemed like it was uh one of those things that I just wouldn't be able to ever do I don't know why An I, I don't I don't I, you know we grew up poor maybe it was cuz of that I don't know um, Sorry, but my, when we, my cat, he's about to knock everything off, but he also uh, <laughs> does this every time I do a podcast, he goes over to the HomePod and taps it to start the music <laughs> and sits to listen to it. Hey Siri, turn off oh, all the music. He's over it. Scar. He said, I'm tired. Yeah, he, that's how our, car, our cat Our cat, is. Scar, it's right in the middle of a segment every single time. He'll be upstairs, but he will do the loudest scream meow. And it like, sounds like he's saying hello. You, you're not hello? paying attention to me. I know you're doing something down there, so I'm just going to interrupt yeah. it until you acknowledge yeah. me. Yeah, that's crazy. Cats. Uh, and my apologies to any listeners that, that I just yelled out the, the Siri command. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. You Please bleep that. Make people mad. <laughs> Alexa. Oh gosh. Everybody's house just went. Boom. <laughs> I actually love doing that to my to my to, to Mike. Uh, every time. Yeah. Every time he, uh, uh, I'll uh, we'll talk. We talk every morning, and I, I yell out, you know, blank Siri, uh, play music from Poppy. <laughs> I'm not very familiar with Poppy, but I, uh, I'm always just making him listen to Poppy. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Like, will you shut I up? know. Leave my thing alone. <laughs> so, uh, what are, what's your favorite park over here? Animal Kingdom for me. Epcot for me. Ooh, she yeah. likes to booze it up. I do not like. To, I like to eat. Yeah, yeah. Epcot is what's up, up to 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 just walk around and eat. Like I love. I'm all yeah. about that life. Um, we make sure that we hit it during the festival times. Yeah, and so I love photography. So things. Animal Kingdom is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've, I've taken yeah. some, so beautiful. some really lovely photos out there. Yeah, I love it. It's I we we're um, you know obviously we're Disney people, but I also love the San Diego Zoo. It's one of my fa- favorite places in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being able to go to Animal Kingdom where you get the best of both worlds, I'm like, mm-hmm. this just makes sense for me. Yeah, it's great. What uh, what's your favorite place to eat uh, on Disney property besides Gideon's Bacon? <laughs> If we're taking Gideon's out, this is a hard one. I know what yours is. I know what mine is. What's yours? Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I don't know what mine is. I don't Mr. Know. Kamal's oh, gosh. pot stickers and <laughs> Just fries. Just the little stand at Animal Kingdom that has the pot stickers and fries. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing hey. to eat every single time we go. <laughs> one of my so favorite good. things uh, when I knew that it was a there was no turning back, Gideon's was, was coming to Disney Springs, and only I knew it. Uh, I, I had to eat my way through Disney Springs. Uh-huh. I wanted to make because I when I'm out there like I I love to talk to people about where they're going to dinner and I love to yeah. to make suggestions and what my favorite thing at each place might be to eat uh, and one night uh, uh, a good friend of mine uh, 
who who has gone on this journey with me to eat everywhere, we uh, we did all the food trucks and kiosks in one Ooh. night. Oh, God. oh wow! I know that just got a pain. It was it, it was hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and the best memory. Well worth it. it was so much fun. It was not something I would suggest you try to do. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, we didn't eat everything everywhere. Like we would taste and, and discard and move sure. on and try to yeah. do it responsibly. Um, but uh, it was a super, super fun night. So anytime something new pops up, like there was a there was a food truck that, that popped up there that's that's a, a, a husband and wife cilantro uh, was uh, they did like a few weeks at Disney Springs. And mm. oh, my God. God, it was so good. Like they, they had the <laughs> best. They have a burrito called the Chicken Awesome. Uh, and okay, I, I just I, I wish you, you know you, you mentioned how long have you do you spend out at Disney Springs? I would I should have been there every day that, that they were there <laughs> to, to eat eat up and down that menu and and stop at the Chicken Awesome a couple times. Yeah, so I love. I'm such a food guy. Like if you ever see me out at Disney Springs and you want to know what to eat and where, I'm happy to give you my opinion. Uh, oh, well, yeah. we're going to take you up on that for sure. Yeah, because yeah. we yeah. haven't eaten around Disney Springs very much we yet. Had, we ate at Wine Bar George the last time we were there. And, and we've that eaten at really uh, yeah, awesome. Marie and Enzo's. Marie and Enzo's, yeah, yeah we ate there. And Chicken Guy. <laughs> and a lot of Chicken Guy. <laughs> it's a Chicken Guy. You guys haven't done Polite Pig yet? No, we we were going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I want to hit that one yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, that's local, so that's uh, that's a must. Uh, yeah. Haleo uh, was was named in 2020 was was named Restaurant of the Year. I forget what magazine it was. Oh. But it was a pretty pretty big one. Uh, okay, uh, and uh, you know uh, uh, Jose Andre is is just you know. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Jose Andre, he's I know amazing. That, one. Uh, uh, that that's that's a must. There's so many musts. Okay, okay. I'm I'm yeah. obsessed with the the uh, the uh, uh, fillet sliders at Boathouse. Is like this, like one of the the must have things. I w- I will, I will make you guys sick w- when you come back by making you know, making that's, sure that you eat so many places. It's like a, I dare you to. Yeah. We, that's we we like to eat food. Our food segment is always the most the most popular. popular. Or if we yeah. do a we show a that's lot. all about food, like we'll or, do mm-hmm. like everything we ate at one of the festivals out here in California or everything yeah. we ate when we were at food and wine last year for right. at Epcot. So that usually gets the most listens. We have a lot of foodies. So we're supposed to come back out to Florida. I'm trying to talk him into coming back out again in December for just a quick weekend. Cause one of our friends is going out, but I do have something booked for us for April. So either way, yeah. it's not too far off. No, right. we'll hit you up and we'll, we'll do, let we'll, me know we'll get some of your tips. Yeah. Uh, Gideon's on the West coast. Why, why, why do I need to be there? Cause you have to, because, <laughs> well, well, one, I, I know. I, I see how, how successful it is at Disney Springs and it just, it seems like it's a good Disney fit. And, um, you know, just because of what you were talking about with experience, like it, 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 That's it, what I was gonna it, say. it, it, it ticks all the boxes, you know? Um, I think there's but space another thing for me. talk about it being, I think so. Yeah. Where we would actually, my lines go? It's, 
it's so funny because so we, there's an old movie theater. Well, hang on. Our movie so theater shut down <laughs> after we had after we had eat, uh, eaten some cookies with you guys. We came home and we walked through downtown Disney and we were like, we went, Gideon's can go there. Gideon's can go there. So just just send me the photos. We'll be your West time. Coast scouters. Where yeah. uh, where West do I scouters. eat when I'm when I'm when I'm out at the West Coast? Uh, where where do I go? Oh man, there's so World. many good things. There's uh, um. Uh, Black Tap has some really, really good burgers really and Really good shakes. burgers, and they have really crazy shakes. I don't know if you've heard of Black Tap. They're, they put like a whole piece of cake on a Yeah, on I, a cake. I, I, that's, on a that usually is a huge no for me. It's so yeah, gimmick. It's crazy. <laughs> that is not my favorite thing. There is another one with a choco taco that's pretty good. Yeah, there's yeah a full right, choco, choco taco, taco and a churro on the side. But our Disney Springs is not – or I'm sorry. Downtown our Disney. downtown Disney is definitely not – Disney Springs. Like it's, no. it's a quarter of the size. If that, um, you know, the, the food that we really enjoy is in the parks. So, yeah. you know, Carthay circles are really good one for us. That's one of my favorite restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, there's cafe Orleans in, in Disneyland. Um, you know, so it's, it's more in park dining than, than out, but, but tortilla Joe's, tortilla Joe's has some really Disney great Mexican really food. food. Ralph Brennan's is really good. Um, like Cajun food. Um, it's not that we don't have good food in downtown Disney. It's just not a lot of it. It's, it's a smaller footprint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys, we've been talking for an hour and 40 minutes. I'm so sorry. Oh no, you're oh, fine. No, have we really? Yeah. <laughs> we actually, uh, See, we, now you house. know why I slow down the line at Disney Springs. <laughs> yeah, like this is literally absolutely. one conversation that I'm having outside at, at Disney. So <laughs> no, we, uh, it's funny. Cause we, we were like, look, if we're going to have a guest, we need to go somewhere and record. Cause we usually just record in our kitchen, but one, it's really echoey and two, it can get a little noisy. So we, we, uh, we went and rented one of those like co-working spaces. So we've got like a boardroom that we're in. Fancy pants. Yeah. I'm in a giant room. So my voice is probably bouncing all over the place. No, it's not. It doesn't sound echoey at all. I'm I'm trying to hug it. (laughs) (laughs) I did hear a cat meow. But yeah, there is a, um, there's a, an old, uh, Rainforest Cafe that closed down. Yeah, that's just like a pop up shop right now. Uh, um, an the old, old movie ES, theater, the old ESPN yeah. zone. Um, yeah, the old movie theater. And there's a couple storefronts that would fit like you. Like smaller well. ones. Yeah, smaller ones. My thing is, yeah. I have to have a space that I can brand internally and externally. I'm very I'll, picky. We'll take about, some photos and we'll space. send them over to you. All right, thank you. I think I we, think the, we will be the liaison. The ESPN zone. This is how serious we are. <laughs> The ESPN real estate team, like a massive, a massive Gideon's. And I mean, it's already got a kitchen in there because it, it was a, a restaurant first. A restaurant. But even if you did part of the space, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, there's definitely room. Somewhere. Did Earl of Sandwich ever shut down? It should. Oh, Earl of Sandwich. I, I, I like going to go sandwich. shut them down for you. This isn't the first time I've dogged on Earl of yeah. Sandwich. I don't like Earl of Sandwich. It's not my but favorite. To each their own, of course. Yeah, of course. Everybody can love it all they want. Not me. Not, not me. <laughs> yeah, my eye will twitch with a few places, but I try to try to always be positive because they're my neighbors. Yeah. They're all my neighbors now. So, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to hate on anybody. No. You can hate on them when we're off. We're not recording right. anymore. When we oh, wait, we're recording still. That's why you said that. Right. <laughs> Forgot we were recording. I'm not that opinionated, but I'm pretty opinionated. Only sometimes. I mean, opinion. There's there's nothing wrong with that. Like I I'm very 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 opinionated. I just being opinionated doesn't always suggest that you believe that your opinions are fact. 
No, yeah. and and that's the thing. People for me. might like, take if I it say like I I'm don't saying like, it that way, but it's it's right. you know I just say it with. If a I say voice. I don't like something, that just means I don't like it. I don't yeah. mean you don't have to like it. That just means I don't like it. And that's something we have a 13 uh, year old daughter, and that's something we're trying to like talk to her about right now. It's like, hey, look, you you're gonna like do things. You you're like. gonna wear things. You're gonna like things that I don't like, and that's okay. You continue to like them, but don't think that I have to like them for you to like them. Right. I know. I always feel bad when she's like, isn't this shirt cute? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> but if you think it's cute, it is awesome for, you. for you. It is for you. I, I, I would I always say like, like, does that, does that express who you think you are as a human being? That's yeah. a good, that's a good way yeah. to ask it. And I, but I think that with like every word that comes out of my mouth, every right. hot toys figure that I buy, right. Uh, you know, right. it's like it, it, everything that, the, that you do. And this is, this is a practice that I've had since I was a little kid, uh, Growing up in a very uh, Italian family, uh, I I I wanted to be true to who I am as a human being, not a product of my environment. And right. and that's where right. that that would always kind of stick in my head is, is is are the words coming out of my mouth right now really representative of how I feel or a learned behavior? Right. You know, that's that, hard to that's unravel. That's something that. It is. It is. And it's something that, I, you know, I, I always try to think that when I'm talking, because I don't want to offend anybody. Like, that's the last thing I want to do. But being able. Sorry. Being, a bug. Having a, uh, you know, having the podcast, I have the luxury of blah, 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 blah. This is my opinion. And then I go back and I go, ooh, I don't know if I want. Mm, was that a little aggressive? <laughs> Should I take that out? <laughs> being able to edit myself is awesome. <laughs> That's why I don't do any live shows. Yeah. Well, that could be bad. That's all part of a psychology podcast that, you know, is a right. separate series. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I really appreciate awesome. it, guys. Well, yeah, thanks thanks so much. I I mean, again, I know you're super busy. You're you're running a cookie empire over there. So, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us. I've got to be honest, I've um, I've kept you talking for for this long because I don't want to get to emails tonight. Yeah, so, I don't blame you. I don't blame you, you at all. You've forced me into procrastination, or yeah, I've tactically yeah. forced you into my procrastination. So right. I I'm apologize. now part of it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to avoid the trolls. But you know, uh, if, if anybody wants to find out more, um, where should everybody look for you? Uh, Instagram is 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 it? You know, and, and not to say that we're only on Instagram, but that's. Where yeah. I am most active, uh, I uh, Facebook is is a, a mimic of Instagram. You all know how that works, uh, but I'm just yes, not absolutely. there to see as many questions. And one of the things that I find interesting about Facebook is we'll get a gazillion more comments, but ninety percent of them are just a, a, a tag of someone else's name, whereas a hundred percent of the Instagram comments are actual comments. So I, I, <laughs> I find myself over there uh, a, a lot more. Uh, I, I do try to answer all the DMs, uh, you know, so that's, you're, you're never going to, you're, you're going to know everything about everything if you follow us on social media. And like I yeah. mentioned earlier, uh, on a normal month, I might only post three posts, uh, in a, mm-hmm. in a month on the feed, um, and, and a little bit extra in the, in the stories for some of the smaller, the smaller things. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's also important for people that want to visit Gideon's Bakehouse for the first time to super pretty please visit the Disney Springs section of our website, which has a things to know uh, area that will 
talk to you about the virtual queue and you know how you sign up and no you can't do it remotely in advance and you know what yeah. the average wait time is on a Tuesday versus a Saturday and and we try to update it uh as as things as things change but it's been pretty stable you know we we've been we're about to hit our 1 year anniversary and uh That's and it was so funny because awesome. I, I used to hear people say all the time I'm just going to wait till it dies down and uh, I don't think that you know that's. I don't see that happening. No. Yeah, because it's just see that you know there's just just do the math of how many people are in the park, and we we can't yeah. see that many people a day. We're tiny, right? So right. you know we turn away so many more people than we can see every day, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But it's just you know we're a small footprint, three registers, even though we might you know see a person per register every couple of minutes. Uh, yeah, there's only there's only so much we can do. So that the website will yeah. help to set that expectation. And of course, I'm super accessible. So you could always email me. I, I if you have a more immediate question, I'm faster if you use the contact page on the website uh, than I am on social media because it takes so long to get through all of them. I don't know why that's so surprising. This falls into that category of like, I, I don't, I, I don't know what other people are doing and how other people run their business. I was blown away uh, that I, I we, got an email back from you <laughs> when I requested information about having you there. on the show. So there, that because makes it never happens. Well, I, I could, there's happens. no way I could switch that up because it's just it's too personal. It would be so weird to be yeah, some, have was, somebody else. Oh, I mean, uh, everybody does it that way. You're no different like than in, anybody else. Vacation. Everybody does it that way. <laughs> I, I've told the story before about keep doing it that way. <laughs> under the Eiffel Tower, uh, uh, trying to find out if there were any red yeah. velvet cake, cake slices left yeah. at the East End Market so I can answer a DM in a timely manner. Yeah. It doesn't turn off. But, you know, I, I, I will point out all the time that I'm, I have the, the luxury of being able to go on vacation because of those people. So I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, that's amazing back on them because it's my time. I can take right. that two minutes at the Eiffel tower to find out about red velvet cake. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, uh, for everybody that wants to visit uh, uh, Gideon's Bakehouse on Instagram, it's just Gideon's Bakehouse. And then to visit their website for the Know Before You Go information, head over to Gideon'sBakehouse.com. And if you are looking for, in what is, in my opinion, the best coffee cake cookie or the best peanut butter cookie or the best peanut butter cold brew, Head over to Gideon's today. Like, it's amazing. Thank you. It's so <laughs> Don't do the peanut butter cookie with the peanut butter cold brew. They cancel each other out. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That is a good yeah. point. Do the coffee cake with Yeah, peanut or just peanut butter cold brew. cold brew with a classic chocolate chip because you can't leave Gideon's without mm-hmm. the classic chocolate that's chip. A, that's and a good I'm point. I'm also going to – and I, I, I'm, I know we're trying to wind down, and here I am winding back up again. That's excited okay. Excited to, to talk about – uh, pistachio toffee chocolate chip is is oh. for some reason at Disney Springs is left behind compared to other flavors, um, and that's a travesty. It's our best. That's the locals cookie. Like chocolate chip is always the 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 top of the food chain because it's the entry. Yeah, it's the gateway cookie. But at the original Gideon's, it's been pistachio toffee chocolate chip 
every day. Like that's, it's that perfect, uh, sweet, salty, soft, crunchy. It's, it's like the quintessential yeah. Gideon's experience. Uh, so that's and not, it one sounds like on. those three things should not go together and they do yeah. mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah, it's they, the they, most it's, sophisticated it's Gideon's cookie. Although I do really love the, 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 the chocolate churro, the Calavera cookie this month. It's got oh, so much flavor man. going on. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, that I, I have a hard time not eating that one. I'm a sucker for Mexican chocolate. I love the texture. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're totally good. I'm so glad that we had this chat. Um, we're going we're gonna to stay in touch. Uh, you're now one of our best friends. Congratulations. Yes. Well, I Welcome. look forward to, uh, to your real estate uh, uh, suggestions. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I, the photos will come this weekend. I will be on your coast uh, in a in a few months. So uh, hey, so when you come out, us. let us know, and we'll we'll uh, we'll give we'll you a little tour. tour. We'll be your tour guides. All right, I should be there. Uh, I think the I think the plan is to to be out there in in uh, in April if I could plan anything in my life oh, that far awesome. in advance. Uh, right now, yeah. I have a hard enough time deciding what's uh, on schedule for tomorrow. <laughs> it's so funny because people, yeah, people us, ask me all the time like hey what what cake you're gonna have like next tuesday i'm like i don't know that's so far away what, what are you asking that for it's, next tuesday it's like six days away <laughs> thanks a lot guys i appreciate you right uh thanks so much it was so good to meet you and uh uh everybody else yeah pay attention to to the instagram and their their website get some really good cookies um that brings us to the end of the show just want to thank you so much for joining us on our adventure. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, or any stories that you want to share with our audience, please email us at friends at magic on and make sure you follow us on Instagram. You can find us at magic on main pod. Uh, if you feel that we are worth more than $2 a month in your life, uh, you can become a Patreon subscriber. You're going to get early access and never have to listen to ads. You can find out more information at patreon.com slash magic on main street. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review if you can. It takes like 30 seconds. Help us spread some magic by sharing the, this little podcast with all of the Disney lovers in your lives. On behalf of Tabitha, Kenzie, Daniel, Scar, and myself, thanks for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. We'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. Magic on Main Street, just like a churro, you're so sweet. Time with you is such a treat. Spread the Disney love. Thanks for hanging out with us on Main Street.